The Monthly Devotions of Holy Mother Church with Father Shannon Collins Michael vs. Lucifer As September draws to a close, we honor St. Michael, Prince of the Heavenly Host. God tested the angels. Why did Lucifer fail and Michael triumph? Father also explains the history behind Le Mont Saint-Michel in France, one of the greatest shrines dedicated to the Archangel. During this month of September, we also remember on the 29th, the great feast of St. Michael the Archangel. So that will be the topic for today's talk. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke and be humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, Cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is a special pilgrimage site in northern France that is just off the coast of Normandy and Brittany. It is a place where St. Michael the Archangel is greatly honored. The pilgrimage site is actually an island a tidal island, to be more exact, where the water tides, be they high or low, determine whether the site is connected to the mainland or surrounded by water. The site is simply called Mont Saint-Michel, the Mount of St. Michael. Mont Saint-Michel is home to a monastic abbey, as well as a small number of restaurants, shops, hotels, and residences. It is one of France's most recognizable and visited places. Last year, for example, more than three million people came to Mont Saint-Michel. The Abbey Church, named after St. Michael, is a most impressive architectural achievement and has rightly been called the wonder of the West. Anyone fortunate enough to be traveling through Normandy and the Brittany regions of France would do well to visit this imposing rock of faith covered with medieval buildings and topped off with that abbey church whose spire reaches towards the heavens and has a golden statue of St. Michael at the top. For this is his island. This is his place. As the shrine of St. Michael at Mont Gargano allows the people of Italy and the southern regions of Europe to honor the great archangel. So Mont Saint-Michel allows the people of the northern regions of the continent of Europe to honor the prince of the heavenly hosts. Countless people come to this island fortress that has never been fully conquered. They come to beg the intercession of St. Michael, the victor over Satan, and the armies of darkness. It's not surprising that this great monument in honor of St. Michael came about due to an apparition of the archangel to the local bishop. One night, the holy bishop had a dream. St. Michael the archangel appeared to him, commanding him to build a church in his honor on that island 
for his diocese. The Holy Bishop was quite surprised and uncertain about the apparition. After some time, the bishop decided to ignore and reject the apparition, thinking it was only a trick of the devil. With a severe and fiery face, St. Michael made another apparition appearance in a dream and reaffirmed that it was his will that a church should be built on that island and that the bishop should obey this command without delay. But despite this second visit of the archangel, the bishop still doubted and did not begin the project. So for a third time, St. Michael appeared again in a dream to the bishop and reprimanded him for his unbelief. Then St. Michael touched the bishop on the forehead with his finger. And awakening from the dream, the bishop literally found a hole, a round hole in his forehead where St. Michael had touched him. At this point, the bishop had no more doubts. He gathered his priests around him and reported what had happened. The bishop's words regarding the dream and the request that a church be built in honor of St. Michael were met with great joy by all. The bishop soon assembled a large group of priests, religious, and the faithful, and they processed over to that tidal island during low tide. The good people walked prayerfully, holding lit candles and singing holy hymns and psalms. They then arrived at the summit of the mount and found the very spot where St. Michael wanted the church to be built. Workmen were hired, and the church building project was supervised by the bishop at every step. But as the church neared completion, the bishop was actually embarrassed because he had no relic to place in the church for the veneration of the faithful. Thankfully, St. Michael appeared to the bishop again and told him to send two monks to Mount Gargano in southern Italy, the only sanctuary in Europe consecrated to St. Michael, and from there, the bishop would obtain the desired relics. As many of you know, St. Michael the Archangel had appeared at Mount Gargano, Italy, in the year 493 AD, leaving as proof of his presence both a purple veil as well as the mark of his angelic feet in a stone. A piece of that veil and a section of that stone where St. Michael stood were given to the two monks who brought them triumphantly back to the bishop. St. Michael would now have two wondrous sanctuaries in his honor. The Abbey Church of Mont-Saint-Michel was consecrated by the bishop, and a most solemn high mass was offered in honor of the Prince of the Heavenly Hosts. And after the mass, the bishop declared that he had named 12 canons for that church who would chant the divine office daily. The bishop took his own family inheritance and invested it all to maintain this work of prayer for centuries to come. And thus, the veneration of St. Michael the Archangel started and still continues on this holy island. When the saintly bishop died in the year 720 A.D., his body was buried in the Abbey Church at Mont Saint-Michel. His remains were honored by the faithful for centuries until they were lost during the French Revolution, and the Abbey Church was looted. The bishop's skull, however, was preserved and is still venerated in the local cathedral. 
And by the way, one can still distinguish on the relic of the skull the small hole where St. Michael placed his finger. As mentioned earlier, there is a wondrous statue of St. Michael atop of the Abbey Church steeple on Mont Saint-Michel. The statue was first installed in the year 1897. It is made of bronze, but covered with the purest gold leaf. The statue weighs some 1,200 pounds and is 15 feet tall. The wings of the great archangel actually act as the lightning rod for the Abbey Church. And of course, the statue depicts St. Michael defeating the ancient serpent with the sword. What great honor is given to the prince of the heavenly host. St. Michael humbled himself before the good Lord, and as a result, he has been greatly exalted. Lucifer, on the other hand, pridefully exalted himself, and as a result, he has been greatly humbled and eternally humiliated in the lowest depths of hell in the very center of the earth. According to many church fathers, Lucifer was, with the exception of the sacred humanity of Christ and the Immaculate One who gave him flesh, Lucifer was the most perfect work which had come forth from the hand of God. The good Lord was the light itself, and Lucifer was the light bearer. The Almighty had determined for all eternity that all created persons, be they angels or men, were called to share in the wonders of heaven and supernatural happiness. But such elevation of mere creatures beyond their natural end would require a test, a trial. The test for Lucifer, the test for Michael, and the test for all the other angels was a humble submission to the plan of God, especially in connection with the incarnation of the Son of God as man. All were to worship and honor this sacred humanity of the Son of God, as well as venerating and submitting to the mother that gave him flesh. But like Narcissus of old, who was captivated by his own beauty as he stared at his own reflection, so Lucifer was enamored by his own excellence. The very thought that he would humble himself, most especially in the presence of Our Lady, made him angry. He felt insulted. Lucifer thought, that if God were to unite himself to any one of his creatures, no creature deserved that honor as much as he did. Disordered self-love and foolish pride became dominant in him, and he fell like lightning from the heavens and came crashing downwards towards the earth, taking a third of the angels with him by his bad example. But Michael was never one of those revolutionaries. In fact, St. Michael was indignant at the outrage offered to the Sovereign Lord. And true to his very name, Michael exclaimed, Who is like unto God? How dare anyone question, much less revolt, against the perfect plan of God? Who could possibly refuse to obey the commands of divinity? Michael's faithfulness, good example, and humility strengthened the good angels. And with him they stood repeating the cry, Who is like unto God? And they fought against Lucifer. And the inerrant scriptures tell us that they fought 
And the good angels were victorious. They had passed the test. The good Lord therefore unveiled before their eyes his very face in the beatific vision. St. Michael and the other good angels were confirmed in grace and glory and came to know and to possess their creator. The word made flesh became their very food and source of grace and glory. And because of his loyalty and humility, St. Michael was established over all the princes of heaven, becoming the leader of God's people and the defender of Holy Church, which he has fought for and will continue to fight for until the end of time. Michael has been elevated, exalted above all other angels, sitting on a throne near to the very thrones of Christ the King, Mary the Queen, good St. Joseph, and the greatest of prophets, St. John the Baptist. Numberless altars and churches are consecrated in honor of St. Michael. His very name would find its place multiple times in our sacred liturgy. And that special devotional prayer to him has been recited nearly as often as the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the Glory Be. Now, in one of his writings, the great Marian doctor, St. Bernard of Clairvaux, wrote the following quote. Of myself, I am nothing. I owe it to God if I am anything. Glory to God, therefore, for everything. Nothing is due to me, unquote. As saints tell us, humility is truth. True humility has for its foundation the knowledge of God and of oneself. God is all, and we are nothing. But for those who, like Michael, have a clear knowledge of their own nothingness, such knowledge makes them depend on God alone. And thus they are preserved from any spiritual shipwreck which might overtake them. But the proud, like Lucifer, live a lie of glorifying themselves instead of their maker. And that is why God always resists the proud, for he will not give his glory to another. And so when we are tempted with that capital vice that is pride, let our motto be the war cry of St. Michael, who is like unto God? And when the spirit of error rears up in us, causing us to think that we know better than the church fathers and the church doctors, and even the traditional magisterium, let us humbly exclaim, who is like unto God? And yes, when we're tempted to give way to murmuring against authority and bad-mouthing one's father and shepherd, let us cry out with Michael, who is like unto God? Are we tempted by carnal pleasure and sensuality? Let us exclaim, who is like unto God? For only he can satisfy our cravings. If we imitate Michael's humble submission to the Most High, we too shall be exalted in the company of the angels and the saints. God bless you. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.
The Fatima Center operates solely on donations. Please consider making a contribution to this worthy apostolate, even a monthly tithe, trusting that God, who is never outdone in generosity, will reward you. To contact us, please call 1-800-263-8160 or visit our website at Fatima.org. We encourage you to share the light and truth of this presentation with others. St. Michael, Prince of the Heavenly Host, pray for us.